0: And welcome to Season 3, Episode 55 of Brody Sports Talk. It is the weekend. We are ready for for all of the games to start tomorrow. Full Sunday slate of football ahead of us. And so we are here to make our perfect picks. And if you want to make perfect picks with us, we actually are doing that in a group. We've got a group on the Perfect Picks app. Our league ID is 32B92. It is three two B nine two, and you can pick against us. Where we're picking, uh, how many points we think teams will win by? It's completely insane, and uh, I'm running that group, but it's a lot of fun. So if it's you want to a... pick against us, you can try. It's a B
1: as in Bravo. So we'll make sure. Thank you, Sean. Three two Bravo nine two. Come on, Caleb. You know what what industry we work in. You should know better than to provide a letter. Without explaining the phonetic component of it,
0: that's what I'm here for, Sean. Tisc. That's what I'm here for. Hisk, sir. So uh, we're just gonna pick two games, go around and see who, who do well at them. Uh, I think we'll keep tabs, and you know we'll see who gets the most of these right as we go through the year. And uh, I'm going to kick it off to our newest host, who has never. Gotten an NFL pick against the spread wrong on our podcast. That's true. uh Except for maybe. maybe well, actually, now, hang on. Because we
1: you were recorded. you were very wrong on the Cowboys box pick. I gotta say, <laughs> what an opening game, by the way. What do you guys think? I, oh, I was uh, fantastic. Amazing. I enjoyed it. I bit of a surprise result. Um, yeah. I think there were some really standout performances. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that uh, when we do the Power Rankings episode. Um, but we'll we'll get into that next week.
0: So, Derek, what is your first pick against the spread here
2: today? So my game is the Jets going to the Panthers. The Pan- Panthers are giving up five and a half points. And so for me, I, uh, I like the Panthers at home. Uh, and taking the points, uh, I think with a a new coach with the Jets and Darnold playing kind of a revenge game, even though it's not really a revenge game. It's a uh, hey, Sam Darnold is a he's just playing for another team. They really didn't kick him out the road too much. Uh, I think the Panthers can cover by a, uh, a touchdown, so I have them. Um, Given up the points and the jets are not going to win that game
0: sean do you have any thoughts about a panthers game
1: uh i i feel pretty confident in that i think Derek made the right call and that was actually one of the games i was leaning toward um when it you know when we were trying to decide which ones we were divvying up uh i i feel that this is going to be uh, one of the easier games uh, that the Panthers will have on their schedule. We we know we talked about it during our season previews and our individual team previews that the Panthers have an uphill battle. Uh, but uh, this is an opportunity for them to get a really good start. And I agree with Derek. I, I think that um, that's going to be uh, probably one of the bright spots of their season. Sadly. Uh,
0: I'm going to go with the Panthers as well when I'm trying to figure out a score in my mind. Landing on something like Panthers 27, Jets 16. I think that the Jets are really going to just struggle in the red zone against Matt, against Matt Rule's defense. Uh, and I think Christian McCaffrey is going to get in the end zone a couple of times, which should make Sean very happy. So I mean, it'll make you very uh, happy. Sure. I think you
1: have CMC in a couple of weeks too. So
0: Well, yeah, but I've, let's face it. You have him in the one that you uh, are the, the most give, invested in. Gives me some money. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, what is your first... Uh, pick that you have here Uh,
1: so I want to go ahead and I'll say the spicier one for a second but I'll go ahead and take a one that's a little bit safer Uh, I'm taking the 49ers minus seven and a half uh, against the Lions so for me I think that you look at the 49ers you think that okay well they still have Jimmy G at quarterback right now knock on wood that you know he's going to start Trey Lance is probably going to you know ride the pine for a little bit but this is a very healthy team right now, and this is an opportunistic defense that is going to look to make Goff's first game in a Detroit Lions shirt very, very rough, and I know 7.5 is one of the riskier lines because you look at it, it's a, it's a two-possession line, and I sometimes am hesitant for two-possession lines just because of how uh, fluctuating they can be but i do feel like this is going to be a double digit victory for the 49ers and i don't think it's going to be a very high scoring game i actually see something like maybe a uh, a 21 to 10 uh, something that is or you know could even be like a 21 to 13 you know it, something that the 49ers break the 20 barrier the detroit lions struggle throughout the game uh, i i feel like this is going to be a the defense really i, I could even see uh, one of the 49ers scores being off of a turnover in the Lions' half of the field. So, this to me smells of a 49ers, kind of uh, one of those claustrophobic victories where the Lions don't really have a whole lot of wiggle room to do anything that they want offensively.
2: A Eric, great what do point. you want to think about that? Yeah, so it's a, uh, you made a great point. I think the the Niners win by something like 9. I could I could see see several field goals being um the difference between the two teams. Um I think there's going to be a lot of running by the, the by the Niners. I think there's going to be um, a couple of picks by by the new quarterback up there in Detroit, um just as he's settling in, just as that new coach is settling in. Um and so I think this is a a, a hard First week for Detroit and a, an easy cover by the Niners.
0: Um, I'm going to go big, bold and spicy. I'm going to say uh 49ers 31 lions 13. I think that they are just going to really push the lions. I know it's in Detroit. That roster is in over its head. It's thread bear. Jared Goff has uh. Sean to throw two i'm pretty sure uh sean and amon ross ain't brown and tj hawkinson i mean that's pretty close Uh, to the actual roster
1: pretty sure hawkinson's still questionable for the game so (laughs) then
0: that's not helping anything so um let me go ahead i'm gonna stick in the same division with a team that we had a lot of hype on i'm gonna go to sunday night football And I'm going to say that the Rams are going to win by seven and a half over the Chicago Bears. And I think that it's going to be that and then some. I think this is going to be a game where if you could bet the over-under, you're going to bet the under. Because I don't think that there's going to be a ton of points scored. Both of these teams are better known for their defenses. And uh, apparently Andy Dalton is still the starter. So uh, you don't even get to see Justin Fields. I think Stafford gets to make his L.A. debut with Sean McVay. I think it's going to go pretty well. I'm going to say Rams 27, Bears 10. And so easily clearing that seven-and-a-half-point threshold.
1: I like it. Um, I I know we haven't really had too many disagreements yet. Um, I think that this – and we've, we've talked about the. If you go back and listen to our Bears preview – uh, and I would say I would encourage listeners if you haven't checked it already. Last week's episodes where we did our season previews, uh, we all had varying opinions about the Bears, but the consistent thing um, is that they there are parts of their schedule that are so absolutely crucial for them to build momentum. If Matt Nagy wants to keep his job, uh, and coming out flat against a team that is looked at as going as probably a top three team in the NFC, I don't think is a way to. To build that momentum. If you come out and you're competitive and, you know, you maybe barely lose the game or, I mean, heck, you surprise some people and win, you know, that is a huge, huge momentum boost to build on. But you're starting, you know, Andy Dalton. And I don't I don't have confidence in that.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to go against you guys just a little bit here. Um, Earlier this week, we talked about the uh, the Cowboys-Buck game and what a game it was. I uh, seven and a half and eight point spreads; those are really hard to uh, to do in this NFL. Now, if the Rams, you know, if there's any team that's out there that can do it, it's the Rams. Um, So I'm going to say that it's a closer game, and I think the Bears are able to keep it close. And the Rams win by less than seven and a half.
1: All right, our first our first point of dissension for the year. Actually, no. I mean, we technically dissented on the on the Cowboys box, but um, this is our this is our first weekend dissension.
2: So, since I'm dissenting, I'll I'll go ahead and make my second pick. Uh, for me, I am taking the Dolphins at the Pats game. And I think the Patriots are going to win that game. They are giving up three points to the Dolphins. And for me, I believe that line is exactly where I want it to be. Because I think that mac and cheese is the newest face of, in five years, he will be the face of the, of the NFL probably. Uh, Because Bill Belichick, yeah, I mean, he's a rookie, so we'll give him that. But I think he is uh, with Bill, he has Bill Belichick, and I don't bet against Bill Belichick generally. So I think that in in a few years, we're going to see another AFC East run by the Patriots. Um, GM there in New England and the coach get along really well. And, uh, so I think that they're going to draft the right players that the coach wants. And so I'm either taking the dolphins completely blowing out the, the Patriots or the Patriots winning by greater than three points.
1: There was one time in Bill Belichick's career where I did not, uh, or that I did bet against him and it was in 2017. Uh, Anyway, I I like that. Um, I I do think that, uh, I mean, I told you guys during our season previews uh, that I have a lot of faith in the Patriots' ability to recover after a down year. And I think that Belichick is one of the best preparers in the NFL. Uh, And he's seen a lot of the Dolphins. He's seen a heck of a lot of the Dolphins. And the biggest thing for me here that I think makes a lot of difference is that the game isn't being played in Miami, which to me is really where the Dolphins uh, have a notable advantage where they because this is a series that gets split uh, a little bit more often than people think it does. Uh, people think that, you know, especially over the last 20 years that, you know, the Patriots have just run rough shot over the division in a lot of ways they have, but a lot of the games that the Dolphins take off the Patriots are in Florida. So, I, I do like the Patriots minus three. I do worry it might be a push, but I think, especially considering um, I feel like there are a lot of question marks on the offensive side of the ball for both teams, this has the hallmark of it being a low-scoring game, but uh, I do feel like the minus three uh, is a good line, and I can see the Patriots taking it.
0: And I I guess now is my turn to dissent. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins to win this game. I think that not only do they cover the three, I think they pull the upset. Uh, I mean, I have the Dolphins as a playoff team. We know that I believe in them and that I don't tend to believe in the Patriots this year. And I think it's really easy to say a whole lot of positive things about Bill Belichick when he had Tom Brady all of those years. And uh, he didn't look so great last year, and now he's got another quarterback that he didn't have the year before
1: that's because cam newton is bad and there's a reason that nobody's picked him up and we talked about that uh ad nauseum at the beginning of the season that and i am going to give myself all of the kudos as i said that the cam newton experiment would not work that his shoulder was absolutely busted and that it was going to be a not a huge mistake but a pretty darn big one and uh, congratulations past sean i am giving you all of the credit (laughs) for your Nostradamus like foresight.
0: And I mean I also think that there's a reason that Mac Jones was Tua's backup. I think Tua is gonna start off strong here in near two. And who is gonna get the Dolphins going early and often? I think it's gonna be Dolphins twenty seven, Patriots nineteen.
2: Oh man, that is very spicy.
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. I guess that leaves me with um, with my, uh, my second pick uh, for the weekend. And so I'm going a direction that I kind of hinted that I might go uh, during our season previews. And if you go back and you listen to this particular team, uh, I was a little higher on them than you guys were. Um, and I am actually taking the Texans plus two and a half in Jacksonville. Now, hear me out on this. Uh, I know I, I think I may have hinted at it a little bit as well during our fantasy episode uh, earlier in the week. A stat that I want to point out: number one overall quarterback picks in the NFL are, if they if they are if they get the starting job, are o six. one oh, sorry, um, 0, 1, and six. In week one. That is. That is not a good good stat. There are so many question marks on this Jaguars team about how their offense is going to click, about how this coaching staff is going to deal with uh, with the NFL. And I know that the Texans roster is probably a bottom three roster in regards to depth across the board in the NFL. Uh, I think comparatively, maybe the Lions is the only other one that I I think is definitively a bottom three. But to me, I, I feel like there are some decent consistencies on that Texans team that should be able to deal with Jacksonville surprisingly well. And I think Lawrence gets the jitters. I legitimately think that he probably looks like the worst week one quarterback. Do I think he's going to work? look the worst the entire year? No. But I feel like this is the first instance where, you know, the pressure maybe, maybe really gets to him. And I think it's going to be a close game. Um, but I do think, and I think it's going to be an ugly game. Uh, but I feel like the Texans win by about six points. Uh, I think that Lawrence throws a very ugly pick. I think our our boy, Mr. Lung Puncture, uh, has a solid game. And people suddenly shift gears thinking about the Texans, uh, which would be a mistake because that's probably going to be one of the only games they win in the season. But uh, there's always that one really early shocker, um, and which you think these are two of the worst teams in the NFL uh, if you look at last year. So... It's not that big of a shocker. Go ahead, Derek.
2: Okay, so the Texans signed earlier this week Genny Amendola, which, as everyone knows, is one of my favorite receivers. Um, the guy knows how to win. And uh so for me, I'm gonna agree with Sean. Texans plus two and a half and um we will. Yeah, uh, didn't leave me hanging. Yeah. Up. So uh, let's move on to Caleb. Tell us where we're wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm doing this for uh,
0: for friends.
1: duval
0: <sighs> I got to do that once every now and then uh, in order to maintain their friendship.
1: Oh, and... is, that a is that a stipulation from the contract?
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to get them to give out a go-pack go. Pack go. It, it'll happen. <laughs> Never. Um, <laughs> probably not. Um,
2: One-sided well, friendship.
0: I, I really just think that there's going to be a way for Jacksonville to win this game. I don't know if it's James Robinson. I don't know what it is. I think both rosters are bad. It may be by three, but give me the Jags kicking a field goal to win. Call it like. Jaguar 16 Texans 13. I don't th- no one wants to watch this game.
1: <laughs> I'm going like, to watch it. Justice fight
0: you. Yeah, good for you, Sean. Uh, I'm no, pretty sure watch, the Eagles game is on at the same time. <laughs> I ain't
1: watching that much. No, good. good. Uh, I mean, I'll keep track of the score. To, to be to be fair, you know, during um you know, during my preferred uh sports season, uh, which is also happening right now. I usually will have multiple matches going on at the same time. So, uh, with you know, maybe maybe I'll have this game going on on one of my one of my many many screens that are in my office. I have way too many uh, screens.
0: Let me go ahead and give my last pick, which again is probably solidifying some of my for the season opinions, and that is that I'm going to take. Washington football team plus one at home against the Chargers. Yeah, I think that Washington wins that game. I think that it is low scoring. I think that it is ugly. I think that it is probably something to the tune of Washington 24, Chargers 20. I don't think that it's... I think it's going to be a good game. And if you want to see good defense and some good plays, definitely tune into it. I just think that Washington's going to start the year with a dub and people are going to at least slow down on uh, some of the Royal Herbert hype that came at the end of last season.
1: Nah, two, two Herbert all the way. I I think that Washington starts out uh, without a W. I think I should get held under 20 points. I am not sold on that offense. I I just, I'm I'm not. I mean, I got to see it all last season. I'm not sold on that offense, and I don't really feel like a whole heck of a lot has changed. I think they um, they win games on the back of their defense, and for me, it's an opportunistic defense. It's top like uh, top six to top eight and across just about every you know discernible metric. But I I feel like this is very much like some of the Chicago Bears teams that we've seen. Uh, over the last maybe 10 to 15 years, where the defense is above average, but the offense is such a limiter on their team's capability that they struggle to finish a couple of games above five hundred during the season. Uh, And I am very confident in this Chargers team, and I think that defensively they're actually going to surprise and do a whole— it doesn't matter how good that Washington defense is going to be. Actually, the Chargers are going to come out and shock some people— Uh, with how opportunistic defensively they are. because think about where their coaches came from. So I'm I'm going against you here. Not
0: surprised. Uh, Derek, you going to give Washington and their stout D-line some love here, or are you uh, going with the Chargers and their stout offensive line?
2: (laughs) So no matter how much I want the Chargers to lose because they're in the Broncos division. I think the FT, um, is going to, uh, not, not, uh, cover the, the line that you have here. Why are the FT? Because there's no W.
0: I like it. Burn. I Burn. I, like Burn. It. I
1: think
0: yeah, that's so... a great way for us to, uh, to close here. So, uh, if you enjoy what you hear or enjoy what you're seeing on YouTube, uh, definitely subscribe and hit the like button or give us a five star review or however you want to tell us that you like us. We just want to know that you like us
1: or don't. You don't have to like us or inside. don't. I, I, can, uh, I can take the. I can take the hate. I can take the heat.
0: Also, follow us on Twitter at Brody Talk, and you can find our Twitter and all of our podcast links our link tree which is l i n k t r . e e e slash brody talk and uh my name's caleb on behalf of my fellow brody sean and derek we are signing out here y'all bye everybody
2: bye